Good morning. Thank you for tuning in to Driven to the Cross radio broadcast as part of Christ Covenant Church here in McAllen, Texas. I'm Dr. Alfred Fisher, and I am so blessed to have you spend this time with me. I hope that you have been looking forward to this broadcast. I know that I have. I am so encouraged every time I have the opportunity to share the gospel with you. You know, we've had a lot of things happening in our country. We had the the passing of a Supreme Court justice. We have had wildfires. We've had riots, protests. Everything seems to be politically divided. But I want to encourage you in something. God is still on the throne. And so with that said, would you take a moment as we pray before we begin our session? Father in heaven, Father, we are here today. Father, we're here because we love you. We want to learn of you. We want to sit at your feet. We want to petition you for your will to be done, that you, O God, would be glorified, that we would be able to extol you, that those around us would know that we are followers of your Son, Jesus the Christ. We come to you and ask right now that you would look upon our country that seems to be fragmenting, being fractured, God, from political and civil divisions. Father, different ideologies are approaching and emerging and approaching with such great strength that they cannot help but come to a point where something must occur. And Lord, we know that you are ruling and reigning. We recognize, Father, that the scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom, that you have called us to have dominion wherever we go, that you've called us to proclaim your gospel, to be your stewards, to be that living, breathing example of who you are. I ask that you would look upon this nation and the condition of the heart of man. Look upon each individual And Lord, turn the hearts of our leaders back to you. Father, I pray that you would remove evil from our land, that righteousness would once again reign, that there would be a holy people, not wavering, but standing firm on the foundation of Holy Scripture. I ask, Lord that you would hear this prayer, that you would heal our land, that you would cause your righteousness to be manifest, your holiness to be lived out, and your love to be poured out upon us. Move on our hearts today, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we're still in our series on the session. And uh, one thing I want to encourage you, is come down and join us at 1030. 
here at 1320 West Nolana Avenue in McAllen, Texas. For those of you who are concerned, we still have we have our sanctuary sanitized, cleaned, wiped down. We have certificates to prove it. And we want to fellowship with you. We want to worship with you. We want to get to know you. We want to be able to shake your hand. We want to be able to welcome you to Christ Covenant Church. It would be a blessing to get to know you. As we walk, as we talk, and then as we serve together our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Last Sunday, I mentioned something to the congregation here that I want to bring up today. And that is the Constitution. And now before you turn that radio dial off, no, this is not a political sermon. No, it's not that. But, but hear me out, please. So just take your hand off that button, off that dial. Don't turn it off. Just, just listen and hear me out. And then if you disagree with what I'm going to say, well, send us an email. Drop by our website, drop by Facebook, give us a call. But either way, hear me out. All right. This country has a constitution. The constitution is established as a guideline, as a basis for the standard or rule of law in the land. Everything is delineated into points, into different subjects, on how everything is supposed to take place in government does. Our rights, our freedoms, our responsibilities, the responsibility of government, the responsibility of the citizenry, all these different things. And there are those people who want to say, well, the Constitution be, should be a living and breathing document. It should change with times. It should go by the, the masses, the opinions of the masses as to what it is that we have for rules and law. Well, there's a problem with that idea. It sounds great as a platitude to say our Constitution is alive. But there's a problem. If our country is governed by the whims of the wind, by whoever is the loudest, squeakiest wheel, pretty soon what ends up happening is that you have no law at all. Pretty soon what ends up happening is everything descends into chaos because they don't know what the standard is that things are to be measured by. They don't understand or they're not able to know what is right or what is wrong, what is legal, what is illegal. But my friends, I have something to tell you. Praise God, our Constitution is not that way. And I'm not just speaking about the Constitution of our country. I'm not speaking about the Constitution of the United States or whatever country it is that you are living in when you hear this broadcast. I'm not speaking about the idea of laws being fair. I'm not speaking about the, the inability to change laws or to make better laws. That's not what I'm talking about. 
as Christians, we have a constitution. We have a, a constitution that has not changed, that we in and of ourselves have no right or authority to change. That constitution, my friends, is the Bible. We don't have the right to take and remove, add to, augment, modify, delete any portion of the Word of God. And you say, well, how can the Bible be a constitution? Well, very simply, do you understand that the Bible lays out God's standard? It lays out the very standard and decrees by which God has set to govern, to judge, to live, to encourage, to correct. And because of that, it's made clear for us that we can understand it. And the part that is difficult as a pastor is to understand that we as Christians oftentimes don't even know our Constitution. If I were to ask someone, what does 1 Peter 4 have to talk about? Probably the majority of you would say you don't know. But my, my friends, I want to encourage you in something. You can get to know the writer of that Constitution. You can get to know the writer of the Bible. And you can get to know the Bible. If you get to know the Bible, you have a better idea about what it is you are to do as a citizen of the kingdom of God. What your ministry is. And yet we wonder why churches dwindle because they're so full of entertainment. That's the answer. They're full of entertainment. They don't fear God. But I want to tell you something. The Bible says it's appointed unto man once to die, and then cometh the judgment. Well, why would I be bringing that up in the session of Christ? Part of the session of Christ is that he is to come and to judge the living and the dead. Or as the King James puts it, the quick and the dead. Well, I want to take you into 2 Timothy. And I want to take you to chapter 4. And we're going to start at verse 1. And we're going to read a few verses in there. And then hopefully we'll have time to get into 1 Peter chapter 4. But in 2 Timothy chapter 4, starting at verse 1, it reads like this. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word, be instant in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things. Endure afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of thy ministry. 
for I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight, I have finished my course, I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Now, that's 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 8. And I want to start with how that chapter opened. It says, I charge. Well, my friends, that charge is a commission. That charge is a directive. That charge is what it is you are to do. For those of you who have no idea what that is, it is not running up a debt on your credit card. It is a charge. It is a commission. It is a directive. It is an order. I give it to you. He says, I charge thee therefore, and notice who it is. He says, it's not before me, but it is before God. He's given this order, this directive, before God. And the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and at his kingdom. Well, my friends, that right there says that Christ is the judge. But here's the problem. Many people today do not live as if there is a judgment. Many Christians today do not live as if there is something after this life. They live as if there is no consequence. Well, my friends, we see that being poured out and played out in our society. And yes, I use the word poor, and the reason for that is because it's spreading. It's not just an isolated incident. It's spreading. It's moving out. We have a generation of people in this culture, and it's not limited to one age demographic. It is a pandemic. It is a pandemic that is worse than COVID-19 because its effects are longer lasting, more devastating. We have people who are acting as if they are the devil incarnate and expect no consequences. Now I'm going to speak directly to those people who are rioting and call themselves peaceful protesters. You act as if there is no consequence that you are entitled to destroy business, churches, people's lives because of an offense that you think happened to you because your great-great-great-grandparents weren't treated fairly. Now, my friends, I have a question for you. Is it really worth it? Is it really worth it? Do you honestly think that God does not see? Do you honestly think that you are entitled to be a thief? A murderer? A rapist? 
Do you honestly think that you are entitled to be an abuser of mankind? That you are entitled to go and destroy another person's property? Well, guess what? God sees it, and he's going to come and judge. That self-entitled mentality is dangerous. To the Christian, I want to read verse 2 to you again. Because I hear on a regular basis from people who say, well, you know, uh, I just, uh, I don't think I can, can witness. I, I, I'm too scared. I, I, I don't know if I can do it. It's because your faith is small. Listen to what the Bible says here. Listen to what it says. Preach. Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. In other words, be prepared at all times to share the gospel. Allow your life to demonstrate who it is that you serve. My friends, listen to me. Hear me clearly on this. You do not know when you are going to draw your last breath. And at the moment you draw your last breath, that very next instant you are in the presence of Almighty God, and there is a judgment. You can't say, oh, well, I was going to do it next week. Lord, will you give me a chance? You know, I, I'm sorry. I just, I wasn't sure. I thought I might offend somebody. My friends, listen to what this says. Preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. And here's the part, here's the part that the Christians today need to hear. My friends, the idea of church discipline is one that is almost foreign. Why? Because the church is turned into an entertainment place. It is turned into a social gathering. It is turned into a place where, oh, there is no offense. Oh, no, no, don't, don't talk that way. You're going to hurt their feelings. It's okay. But listen to what this says. Listen closely. Reprove. How about rebuke? Exhort. And, but the, here it says, with all long suffering. In other words, be patient. Be steady. But you must offer correction. You must stand for what is right. You must stand for the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You cannot waver. You must not waver. It has to be there. If you don't stand for that, then what do you stand for? But now, in case we have those people who say, well, I'm being patient, and you know, I just have to let it play its course. It doesn't, you know, they'll, they'll come around eventually. But, uh, you know, I, I'm just not strong enough. I can't help them. Here's what it says. And doctrine. And doctrine. 
long-suffering, and doctrine. What is doctrine? It's a teaching, the sound word of God. You see, when you reproof or rebuke in the name of God, you had better do it with the word of God and not taken out of context. But you must stand for the Word of God as it is written, how it was written, and why it was written, my friends. If we do not do so, then we do not have sound doctrine. But friends, if we do so, standing, as that one song says, standing on the promises of Christ my King, here is your sound doctrine. If we do these things in the love of Christ, displaying the love and the servanthood that God has called us to in the teaching and the preaching, being instant in season and in out, being prepared, my friends, that judgment is going to come. Oh, but it'll be much better for you. It'll be much better for you. Because look, let's see if this sounds familiar. For that time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. Who's they, the world, and even parts of the church? They don't want the sound doctrine because it means that they have to be molded, be corrected. They don't get to just have the desires of their carnal heart. They don't get to have their ears tickled. The sound doctrine of God feeds the soul, not the flesh. The sound doctrine of God encourages the soul, not the flesh. The sound doctrine of God removes the dross from the flesh of man. But my friends... Correction is never fun. And it's designed that way. Correction should never, ever be fun. But it is for us to be molded into the image of Christ. Oh, my friends, when we live knowing, when we live knowing that Jesus is going to come to judge the quick and the dead, and that He will do so in His kingdom and at His appearing, what have we to fear if we are living rightly? Now, let me read this further. Will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. Oh, what is that? Oh, my friends, it's easy to find an entertainer. It's easy to find someone, somewhere, who will tell you what you want to hear. It's easy to find someone, somewhere, who will condone your own action. It's easy to find someone, somewhere, who will make you feel good about yourself. But here's the question for you. Here's the question for you. Would you rather feel good about yourself or, in the light of eternity, give glory to God? Would you rather endure a little hardship now that you would give glory to God in all things? Or, 
How about this one? Why is it that people seek to have just a drop of sinful pleasure knowing that it brings forth a sea of wrath? Why? It's because we want that instant gratification. Many are ruled by the lusts of the flesh. Let us not be ruled and governed by the lusts of the flesh, but let us be ruled and governed by the law of God, the constitution of God that He has given us. Let us become familiar with that constitution, the Holy Bible, and let us develop an intimate relationship with the author and finisher of our faith, that of Jesus the Christ. Oh, my friends, thank you for listening. And again, I want to encourage you to come on down. You have plenty of time after this radio broadcast to get ready. Come as you are. Come on down to Christ Covenant Church here in McAllen, Texas. Once again, we are located at 1320 West Nolana Avenue. We're real easy to find. We've got a big old sign out front, an LED sign. Big sign says Christ Covenant Church. You just come on in. Come on in and let us worship with you. Now, if you can't do that, well, find us on Facebook. We are at Christ Covenant McAllen on Facebook. You can even go to our website at ChristCovenantMcAllen.org, and you can tune in and listen to our sermons there. You can find out information about us. There, you can hit our YouTube channel. You can even see the, the stored things on Facebook. And, you know, we have some wonderful programs. We have Self-Defense for Women on Thursday evenings at 7.15. We also have Taekwondo for the youngsters all the way up. And we have Aikido. And those are on Tuesdays and Thursdays. But, you know, it sounds strange that a church would have this. But let me tell you why we do. There's a great time of fellowship learning, and we want you to be able to know how to defend yourself in a world that is violent. We want you not only to be spiritually prepared, but physically prepared. We want you to have that self-confidence that comes from knowing that you know. And so come check us out. Our stuff's on our Facebook page. It's on our website. You can drop us an email. You can even online support us. You can go in, like our page on Facebook, go in, and you can also donate. Uh, we have everything there for your tithes and your offerings, and all you have to do is click on it. And we would sure welcome your support as we keep this ministry going to help feed the nations with the gospel of Christ. So once again, I'm Dr. Alfred Fisher, and this is Driven to the Cross as part of Christ Covenant Church here in McAllen, Texas. I hope that God blesses you, that He keeps you, and we would sure love to get to know you. God bless. We'll see you next week.